1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Field,
2: that one's called to the right. Hunter on the move, racing back, it's over his head, it's gone, it's into the bullpen. This game is tied, this game is tied. David Ortiz, David Ortiz, David Ortiz.
1: This is Red Sox Beat on CLNS Radio.
2: I think it would be a big statement if John Farrell started Travis Shaw on opening day, and I'd be totally cool with it. Because I think it would, it, it, if that doesn't give Sandoval motivation to, to play better defense and play better, period, nothing will.
1: I think they're going to make Jeter that first unanimous vote. And I hate that about baseball writers. If you belong in the Hall of Fame, you get voted in the Hall of Fame.
0: Achievement or a new milestone. They don't just be like, hey, we, we signed this player, for so a ceremony. Like, no, no. Like-
1: now, to your hosts. All right, what's going on, baseball fans, Red Sox fans alike? Uh, this, of course, this is Red Sox Beat here on CLNS Radio. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Red Sox, Red Sox underscore Beat. Facebook is Red Sox Beat Podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, as well as, of course, listening to us on Stitcher. We appreciate it wherever you find us. Um, off-season edition, quick half-hour show here. Uh, I'd say a lot to get to you, but it's really not just one big topic that we can talk about this week. Um, but full crew here, uh, midst of the off season, and Turkey Day just around the corner.
2: Wow, that happened fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It... <laughs> when did it become it the because... end of November?
1: <laughs>
0: it's gonna be Truck Day soon, guys.
1: Dude, it, oh it's God. not even two thousand seventeen yet. Let's start count. No, don't start counting Truck Day yet. On down, Lauren.
0: No, I will not.
2: We have other sports relax, to watch in this area. Bit. That's right.
0: Yeah, we 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 do, but I'm excited for baseball.
2: Oh, and that's a good thing, but we can calm down in the countdown until we hit the next year. Nope. Yeah. We're still... <laughs> I'm still anything. watching... I'm
1: still thinking about the Cubs winning the World Series. Never mind. Truck day for the Red Sox, so... Um, exciting you, stuff. Uh, stretchy, stretchy pants need to be worn this week. It's Thanksgiving week. Um, and a lot going on this past week, uh, Red Sox world, um, two guys were up for awards. Terry Francona did get the AL manager of the year, which no one was shocked by. Um, but the two big stories guys were the Rick Porcello and Mookie Betts storylines. Now let's start with Rick Porcello. Cause that's the good news. Um, Rick Porcello did win the Cy Young, which is awesome and he deserved it. But what did you guys make of the, um, the fact that he did win it, even though Justin Verlander had more first place votes, um, I know the answer to this question, but do you guys think he was rightfully so the Sion winner this year?
0: Rightfully so, absolutely. I mean when you look at you just twenty two wins. That's all you have to say. And I know his ERA doesn't really reflect the twenty two and four record, but it's still it's not a terrible ERA and Verlander's record just didn't match up to and Kluber's record that just didn't match up to Porcello. It's that simple.
2: Yeah, of course he deserved it all I've been talking about for the last five months is how he's going to win Cy Young, and it came <laughs> true. It was great. I was so happy. I, I, I was shocked that Verlander got that many first-place votes. I mean, yeah, if you look at a 16-9 and record, I mean, especially when you have a guy who's 22-4, and it's six more wins and five less losses. Obviously, that's not all you can go on. They do look at that, obviously. Yes, yeah, so I know Verlander's ERA was a tiny easy-weensy bit better, and he had more strikeouts, but Porcello had less walks, and Obviously, the wins in the ERA and uh, the whip and all that. So, uh, yeah, he totally deserved it. And, um, I mean, really, you have the amount of votes and add the votes up and you win. So, first place or not, I don't care. What, whatever they think is whatever they think. But Porcellos deserved it the whole year. And I think the thing that matters the most, in terms of my eyes, watching everybody, is he did it from beginning to end. Forlander, had good stretches of the season blue record stretches of the season, Porcello did it the whole season.
1: Yeah, Rick Porcello was very consistent all year, and he was a big reason why this team won the division and was so good, and um, that's why the, the argument for him being Cy Young makes so much sense, because like you said, Jess, he was so consistent all year. Um, do we,
2: the Tigers win the playoffs? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. That's
1: right.
2: <laughs> um, that, that matters, too.
1: <laughs> do we, do wins seem, it seems to me, anyway, that the win stat is still something that holds merit because Rick Porcello did win the Cy Young. Are the wins still important to you guys as a stat as a whole for a pitcher?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know it can go back and forth like your your wins might not or your ERA not might not reflect like how good your your record is vice versa, but I mean, absolutely if you think about how many starts a starter has throughout the season and how many wins they have, I mean, still I don't I don't see why wins wouldn't be a huge factor
2: yeah i think i think they are they do still matter i don't know if they should necessarily matter as much as they might and obviously era is a little bit better of a an indicator for the most part but also there's got to be something to be said for for getting wins and even more than that your team's record in your starts and the red sox record in Porcellus start was fantastic i don't know the exact number but they won nearly all of his starts which is why he had 122 games and yes he got run support but he also pitched fantastic all those games all those stretches of six six plus innings three or less runs i mean he's the numbers are there to prove it you look at his game log for the whole year it's outstanding so i think it does matter just because you're giving your team a chance to win your team's winning in your starts and you get the personal wins if you have that plus a good era you can't complain of that
1: And I want to to touch on this quickly because it makes sense, but we can obviously talk about the whole Kate Upton thing in a bit. But the fact that Verlander was left off two ballots, doesn't that mean something?
0: Yeah, you think it would. I mean, usually if you're going to win the Cy Young, you're on all of the ballots. And it's, I mean, shocking, kind of, I guess. But when you see the other pitchers who the Raiders had on the ballot, I guess it's kinda like, well, if somebody had to be left out, I guess Verlander would be the the only choice.
2: Yeah, no, that's a really good point, Jared. That that's I'm glad you brought that up because if if you are really that outstanding and such a good pitcher that nobody can look away from you, how would you not have two people vote for you? People just they don't miss those kinds of things. And because yeah, the- he had nine lo- he had nine losses. That's a lot of losses. It's more losses he had what- last year.
1: Coincident enough, those guys both were from the Tampa Bay market, I believe. <laughs> um, but the, I mean, the the crazy thing with that is, if you're the best pitcher in baseball, you're on every, you're like you're on everyone's ballot, and there's no question about it. Those guys said, like you know, like we just didn't think, whatever, blah blah blah. And I mean, side note, the voting was done before he had a couple good starts, and they they said that one of them said, like you know, we had the voting in. I I, I submitted it early, and the voting was in before he started to pick it up. Um, but it's not a valid excuse because. If he was worthy of the Cy Young voting, when you put it in early, he still would have got it all. You know, like that's why Rick Porcello gets it even more because he was consistent all year, and regardless of when you put the vote in, he deserved it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He he totally deserved it, and yeah, it's it's just Brillioner didn't have enough. He didn't have it consistent enough. His team wasn't good enough, and you know. Porcello got a ton of second place votes. You know, most people thought he was either the first or second best pitcher. So, if you think first or second best pitcher, then boom, you get Cy Young. That's how it worked.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let's shift to the other side. So, good news there. Obviously, Rick Porcello gets the Cy Young. The video was awesome that the Red Sox put out. That in his house and his whole family was there. It was awkwardly awesome all at the same time. Uh, um, that video was fun to watch. But then a lot of people around here and I think even in the country really thought that Mookie Betts was going to win the AL MVP. Um, and then all of a sudden it broke that he didn't, and now Mike Trout basically, I mean, if Mike Trout wasn't the best player in baseball, this I mean, obviously solidified it because he's been in the top two, if not winning MVPs, his entire career. <laughs> um, and he's only 25, which is scary. And his stats have matched up to where, like, Mickey Mantle was in this point in his career. I know I saw that somewhere. But the fact is, guys, Mike Trout wasn't the most valuable player to him. To their team between him and Mookie Betts?
0: No, I mean, I was definitely really shocked when that came out that Mookie didn't win, and I was fully expecting for him to win it just with the year he had. And I understand that it's an individual award, but you have to think of it how the individual helps this team. And not that Mike Trout didn't help his team, he was just on a crappier team than Mookie. And so <laughs> that on
1: a really, ha- really bad team.
0: Yeah, a terrible team, really, but that paved the way for Mookie to kind of shine and be the more valuable player for his team. And, I mean, the baseball writers didn't see it, but, I mean, I really shouldn't be surprised by them.
2: Jared, they I suck. want to point They're out. They're
1: terrible. They suck.
2: Uh, Jared. Yes. And a really terrible, awful Angels team that you thought was going to be good this year. I want to point out. I you. know, I know. Several Shut months up. ago. I'm never, I'm never going to let that go.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, so on funny. paper, they should have been good.
2: I know. I know you've admitted that you're wrong. I just like to keep bringing it up for no reason I, at all. I
1: completely admitted I was wrong.
2: No, you did. You totally did. I just had to bring it up because that's how, that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, about this. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's stupid. Yes, he's good. Obviously, he's had a great career. He's been first or second in MVP every year. Fantastic. My problem with this is he did not have an outstanding year that you have to be like, well, despite the fact that his team has 74 wins and they're terrible, he just has to be the MVP over everyone else. That's when that is valid. That didn't happen. His numbers were not good enough to have that situation happen. 29 homers, 100 RBI. I'm sorry. He needed to hit like 45 and have like 150 RBI. He didn't do that. So it's not like an outstanding season. It's good. Yeah, I know. War. Blah, 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 blah. I All hate the way Nobody cares about it. Except all the people who do, but I don't care about it, and <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. It, he did not have that good of a season. I thought he was going to get third. I thought it was going to be Betts, Altuve, and then Trout. I was shocked when he won it. I was like, "Are you kidding me? This guy was not good enough to win MVP when his team won seventy four games." Drives me nuts. See, I didn't do you think, think. he...
0: Would... I say, do you guys think maybe he won just because of who he is? Like his name, he's kind of Bryce Harper of the AL.
1: Who oh, cares? Because you know, you know why he I don't won. Care. Because because he is the best player in the league, and that's what they voted for. He is hands down the best player in the world, and that's what he. That's what they voted for, and that's not what the award's supposed to be. So, it's supposed to be a most valuable player award for the person to the team. If it wasn't for Mookie Betts doing what he did, this team probably wouldn't have won a division. That's what this. That's what Mookie Betts meant to the Red Sox. Mike, I understand, and I hate the argument because I I put that out there too, and. I got responses for people who were like, "Oh well, if Mike Trout didn't do what he did. The Red Angels have been worse." I'm like, "Yeah, but they also still were terrible.
2: <laughs> Doesn't matter. So there's much there's... water when they're not good either way. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: were still god awful. Um, look, Mookie Betts is hands down one of maybe the two reasons that you really won this division. And he came up in every clutch hit. He was a leadoff hitter, then had to go to cleanup, and he did even more there. He crushed homers when he wasn't supposed to. He did everything right." And because Mike Trout is Mike Trout and he's consistently good every year, he gets the MVP. And it's not right.
0: No, it's not. It's stupid. And I just, I don't get, like, I understand he's a good player, yes, but most valuable for 2016, not a chance.
2: But right, what I said, don't you guys agree? That is reserved for if you have an unbelievable season and your team's still terrible. That's not, he didn't have that.
1: Yeah, you have no, to be like all the moon. I would have thought even 50 homers yeah. would have been needed how bad they were.
2: Like, yeah, he hit 29. <laughs> are you kidding
1: me? Yeah, he didn't if even hit. He had,
0: <laughs> if he had If he had the season Mookie Betts had, okay, but he didn't. Like you said, he didn't. There is nothing there to besides who he is and his name why he got the MVP award. Like if I'd like to sit down with one of the baseball writers, maybe all of them, and just hear their reasoning and see if they could give me like a legitimate reason. I know they wouldn't be able to, but I just It's still, to this day, I'm just like, whatever. He didn't get it. Blows my mind.
2: The two biggest reasons, in my opinion, that I've seen from people, because I've read a lot of things because it bothers me, and I want to see what people said. And two of the main things were, what you one, one, what you said, Jared, were, oh, his team would have been even worse. Okay, cool. So his team would have had 63 wins instead of 74. Hmm. Who cares? That's what I say for that. Who absolutely cares about that? They're both terrible. Neither matters. That's a stupid argument. Two... Oh, Betts has a ton of really good players on his team, so he's not the most valuable because the rest of his team's good. Great. That's fantastic. So David Ortiz is incredible, too. Either of them could have got it. But when you look at the team, if you watch the team like we do, Bets at first for most of the season where you're not in a position. You shouldn't be in a position to be driving in runs, and he drove in a ton of runs from the leadoff spot. He had all kinds of leadoff home runs got steals, then he went to the third and fourth spot, still got steals, still hit home runs, still got RBI. He just kept doing it. He kept doing the same thing throughout the season, and no matter who was on base, who was hitting in front of him, who was hitting behind him, it didn't matter. So that argument is really stupid when you watch the team because it didn't matter where he was in the lineup, and it didn't matter that his team was good. He did it anyway.
1: The thing I hate about that argument is the fact that he stood out that much on a team with this many people. You know, like it wasn't like it was, oh, well, Mookie Betts was good, but Ortiz had a really good year and Porcello could have been and all this and that. Like, yeah, you could say that everyone else had a good year. That's kind of how the team is good. You know, people have good seasons. (laughs) But no matter what anyone did, I don't think anyone really wavered from Mookie Betts is the MVP all year long. You know, Dave Ortiz, it came came up, but never really kind of had too much heat come the end of the year. Everyone still said Mookie. Uh, Rick Porcello came up a couple times, still Mookie. You know, like all these names on a team that was obviously really good, but it was always Mookie Betts. And that's the thing is if you can stick out like that much on a team that won your division and was really good, then of course you're the MVP more than Mike Trout because Mike Trout was the best player on a team that didn't win many baseball games.
2: Yeah, exactly, and it's, I mean, really, I, I think that David Ortiz should have won MVP, because I've been saying that for a while, because of the season he had, but I do totally agree with what you're saying, with with someone like him having the most historic season for a 40-year-old, and people are still talking about bets for MVP, that's got to tell you something, but, I mean, Ortiz obviously didn't get it, because he didn't play defense, blah, 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 I don't care, I get him who he bets when I go glove, and that's really impressive on top of his offense, so I can totally see where that argument comes in, because he was one of the best defenders, too, which makes his argument even better. But Ortiz carried the team, and he had a huge a huge last couple months and carried them right into the into the postseason. So I think we're the most valuable. I still think it's David Ortiz, but I know clearly that wasn't going to happen. He got one first-place vote. He got sixth place. So that's bogus in the first place. But that aside, if we're going between Trout, Betts and Altuve, no doubt about it. He's, he's the most
1: I want know who David Ortiz's uh, one first-place vote was.
2: It was Mark Feinsand of New York Daily News. Really? Yeah, he wrote an art- <laughs> a whole article about why he, about why he uh, why he voted for him. You should check it out. And yeah, he just said he was he was so clutch throughout the whole rest of the the whole like end part of the season when they got in the playoffs. And and he said he wasn't even basing it off the fact that he was 40 years old. And he said that was just <laughs> that was just on top of it. But he said he truly thought he was the most valuable player over all these guys.
1: And see, like, that shows you that he understands what the award means, you know, like, and yep. whereas the Mike Trout voters clearly do not. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and we, we Bogus is what it is. What? <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Bogus.
1: Yeah, I Bogus. mean, obviously, ob- obviously he should have won, but uh, that being said, he didn't. Um, but yet yeah, we still have him on our team, which is very exciting because next year could be it fun. So, um, and Trout can just beat him again next year. <laughs> yeah, yep. honestly, Trout's going to be, literally, uh, uh, Trout uh, might actually go almost every year in his career. Being in he's gonna be the
0: next Yachty or Molina. I love Yachty. Winning all those he's gonna get like eight in a row and then he's gonna get snubbed in the ninth by Mookie.
1: <laughs> That'll be the epic payback this is the last that and last one he gets snubbed. Good. That'd be great. Alright, well all your Red Sox news, of course, um, and the show, of course, is brought to you by uh, Omaha Steaks. Uh, if you're struggling to find the perfect gift for someone who has it all, um, the holidays are fast approaching, of course, with Thanksgiving and Christmas, of course. Black Fridays is this Friday, so everyone you knows you're going to be out there shopping. Um, you can order gifts for everyone on your list with the click of a mouse. Get the perfect gift and avoid the malls, lines, and crowds. Um, Omaha Steaks is doing a great deal. It's the perfect gift um, for only $49.99. You can get... Family gift pack when you go to OmahaSteaks.com and enter our code SOX, S-O-X in the search bar. That's seventy seven percent off. Um, I know I had Omaha. We had all, we all used the Omaha Steaks box. We've got one delivered and um, it was phenomenal. All the meat was great. Um, the meatballs were phenomenal. Everything in there, guys, was fresh and ready to go for us.
0: Yeah, it's been great. I actually I ordered using the code for my uncle for. His birthday, and he's just absolutely obsessed. He just loves everything, and I was like, "How can you not? Like it's just perfect.
2: Yeah, the chicken, in that was so good. I really enjoyed the chicken.
0: You mm, can never go wrong with chicken
2: right
1: <laughs> just I, so I, I like, like you in the
2: first place. <laughs> you're a
1: major chicken guy, Jess, you are. <laughs>
2: right. I'm all about the chicken.
1: Um, Of course, the the big question is always, I mean, I don't know why, but it is, you you ask that question, why Omaha Steaks? Well, it's the highest quality cuts and ingredients, one-of-a-kind flavor, over 500 gourmet gift ideas. convenient and quick shopping for those on your list of course hand-trimmed vacuum sealed so it's going to get to you fresh um and it's going to save you the hassle of not having to wake up at 2 a.m If not going out right after your turkey dinner on thursday uh you want to get this you want to get this deal and be done with your shopping um and of course right now omaha steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners listen to everything that you're going to get from this fi- the fifty dollars is going to get you two filet mignons two top sirloins two boneless pork chops Four boneless chicken breasts, that chicken that Jess was talking about, four kibasa sausages, four burgers, a 12 ounce package for all beef, those meatballs, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus you get four additional kibasa sausages for free. It's a lot. It's a lot of food for that $49.99. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code SOCKS in the search bar add the family gift pack to your cart and get that 77% savings, it's the gift to guarantee to be a hit, and it's phenomenal. And you're not going to find a better deal out there if you go on Black Friday shopping, so you might as well just get the Omaha Steak Box and start delivering it to, to family and friends, because it's a phenomenal deal. Um, it's kind of a funny
2: thing to say, what'd you get on Black Friday? I got a big box of meat. <laughs> I, I got a big box of meat delivered to my door. Seventeen gift.
0: <laughs> Yep. <laughs>
1: Uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to get another box of Oma's sake. So, um, wouldn't makes hate. for a good story. It really does. Um, some things to get to around the league, of course. Um, I do want to touch on the Kate Upton thing in two seconds, but first, I'll see at Red Sox speed. And of course, really from myself, want to wish happy birthday to Ken Griffey Jr. Um, because just kids, Ken Griffey Jr.
2: Why, Why do we, we care about this? God. <laughs> and he deserves it. I, I just have Ken to. Griffey Jr. <laughs> I,
1: I have to. It's Ken Griffey Jr. So happy birthday, Griffey.
2: Happy birthday, kid. Cool. Can we can we uh, wish David Ortiz a happy birthday for three days ago then if we're going to go wishing happy birthday to everybody? <laughs> sure, Hell yeah. Re-
1: I mean, sure. Why not? We're recording on Griffey's right. birthday. That's why I said it. But you know what? Chess? happy birthday to David Ortiz a few days ago. Hanging out with Pedro. He was hanging out with wondering? Pedro on his birthday. Good. That's right. He should. i uh, It's so weird that he's retired still. So I don't like it. Um. So the Kate Upton thing, guys. Um, what did you make of it?
0: Oh, it's so <laughs> stupid. Like, social media is going to be the downfall of this country. And it already she is. Just, yeah, and I'm watching it all go down on Twitter. But <laughs> she's, I mean, I'm going to go with what one of those reporters. Like, pipe down. Like, get over it. Justin Verlander wasn't even mad. Like, and she was spewing on about how Rick Porcello got no votes. Hashtag, bye Felicia. I didn't realize we were 13 years old like just simple get over it it wasn't your award to win you don't go out there and pitch you don't go up against some of the best people like what do you even do with your life like oh it just made me so mad because it's like this is why girlfriends wives fiances whatever just need to stay out of stuff like this like i know wes welker's wife did it too and it's just it's just so stupid (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm so glad that, i'm so glad that you as the woman on the show said that instead of us that's great
1: <laughs> yeah it makes me feel oh, yeah. a little better about me saying it's stupid too
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um yeah if you don't know what you're talking about maybe you just don't talk that's kind of what i'm kind of what i'm thinking about on this
1: I think of that'd this. be a normal good rule for a society but i mean no
2: yeah and you know, I mean, I mean, maybe she said it for the popularity. I don't know because obviously it's gonna spark outrage and everyone's gonna go nuts over it. Seventy-two thousand people are gonna retweet it blah, blah, like they did and all that. So, um,
1: but it's Kate up and She doesn't need that. God, just put her in no, a bikini and she'll not. get
2: she'll get up retweets. Like, come on. Yeah, so just don't talk, please. And it was so—I mean, it was so over the top. If You read the tweet. I'm not going to read it because we don't—we don't—we uh, don't go vulgar on this show. But uh, it was—it was, it was pretty—it was pretty out there. The she I will tweeted. say though,
1: as much as I disagree with it, I did laugh when I read that tweet.
2: <laughs> no, it was—it was funny. until I kept reading the other tweets. And I'm like, ah, just shut up. You don't know what you're talking about.
1: Like, if it was yep. just that one tweet, like, guys, if it was just the one tweet that was the funny one with the F word. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's fine. Or, or you kills. have a right to say something, whatever. And it was kind of funny. It was comical. But then she kept going, and that's when I think you have to draw the line.
0: Yeah, I mean, if she just ended with the first tweet, it would have been like people could have taken that either way, like oh, she's being serious, or oh, she's being funny, but it's just...
1: It would have been a fun little story, uh, but now it's like something really stupid. Right, right. now
2: she and goes I'm- into, can you pick more out-of-touch people? Keep up with the times to fire these raiders. Like, Shut up! Bring Rick Porcello and do it. Like, go away. Rick Porcella deserves it. Don't talk about him.
0: And his reaction though was so good. He's like, I don't care. I'm just gonna sip on my wine. I'm like,
1: gonna keep drinking my champagne. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Rick Forcello. Yes. Like
0: he's just gonna. And I'm I'm all for like standing behind your man and being supportive of him. But there's just a time where he's probably just like, Kate, calm down, stop.
1: Like put the doing? phone down. You just put the phone down. Step away from the emojis and take a seat. Yep. <laughs> like, I, yep I just
2: bleached to her. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it, it's ridiculous, but um, like you said, Lawrence, it's just kind of where society's gone, so every, everything's always like that now. Um, one other thing we wanted to talk about, and Kate is ridiculous, but um, there was the the Hall of Fame class for next year came out today, um, and the newbies that are on it are Manny, our good old friend Manny Ramirez, uh, Vladdy Daddy, uh, Pudge Rodriguez, and Jorge Posada. Um, I love, sorry, I, hey. always, I always call him Vladdy Daddy. Um... Who on this list should make it? Posada. Out of those, out of those Wait,
0: for, Like, first round?
1: Yeah, who's... I mean, like, first ballot's probably only going to be Jorge Posada.
0: Yeah, that's who I'm thinking will take first round, first time around. I think he's definitely going to take it. Um, I'm not shocked that Manny is on that list. I don't think he's going to make it this time around. And with the whole steroid thing kind of looming over his head, it's hard to tell if he ever... Will make it, he, he probably well, I mean,
1: will. I mean, you're, I mean he, he makes the list because he's qualified to make it. Like, everyone makes it after, five, is it five years? Um, yeah, is Once, your right. name, yeah, after, once years. you're out of the league. So this is the first year he's eligible to get voted in. Um, I feel like I he's think, been out
0: of the league so much longer than five years. I
1: know. Well, you forget when he went and played outside of the Red Sox organization. Those counted, so. Um, right. You have to look at this. and I look at this list and say, Posada, I think, definitely is a first bout Hall of Famer. I'd be shocked if he Wait. isn't.
2: Okay, before you go any further with that, with both of you, why? Why is he first ballot?
1: Because he what what he meant to the Yankees organization and what he did for that pitching staff and the numbers he like those things. You know, um, I I just think that what he did for that those those winning teams, I think it just just is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. I just feel like what he's done for the team, what he's like at the games, he's caught the games he's played, and I mean, he's. No, Jason Veritek catching four no hitters, calling four no hitters. I get that, but he's got the numbers, the rings, and I think he's one of those players, at least to me, where he's just kind of like, like he's very well liked. He's just a likable kind of person. He's not a Jim Rice or anything. And I, I just kind of see him the whole and getting in the mind of a baseball writer, kind of putting it's that not easy. Yankee, it's not in. Easy. yeah, p- putting in the the Yankee player for first ballot. I see that too, but overall, oh, yeah. I think he's just a first ballot Hall of Famer.
2: All right. Well, I don't really agree, but I guess I'll agree for the sake of that. And I don't. I mean, for numbers wise, I mean, I, I hope you be talking about it just for catching wise because he's only has two hundred seventy five homers and two seventy three average. I know he's a catcher, and that's good for a catcher. But like, yeah, I know he has the rings, and then he has, you know, I, he has the catching. But I'm I'm certainly not sold on him. I I don't know if I would have picked him for the for the Hall of Fame. To be honest. Well, I mean, he, he has the
1: op. He always has the opportunity because everyone has the opportunity. Everyone gets their name on the ballot.
2: Um, I'd just be surprised if you got it at all, much less first ballot. I'm just totally way different from you guys on this. I'm not sure true. why, but
1: I don't. I mean, on this list, I think I think he's the only one that makes the Hall of Fame. To be honest, um, Acuera. I don't know if I don't know if Lolly Daddy makes it in.
2: Um, he had, he had, for example, for numbers reason, he had 449 home runs. That's way the heck more than Posada. Way more oh, yeah. All Stars. Posada was a five time All Star and. Guerrero was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I'm going Guerrero, guys. I mean, I wouldn't.
0: I do. I do miss watching play, watching him play. He was just, so much fun to watch.
1: I liked watching him hit the ball when it hit the ground first. Like <laughs> that was always fun. Remember that time he threw? He threw the ball from like the third base line all the way into the outfield. Do you remember when he did that? Was it here? It was at Fenway. And he launched it. it, it he, that guy had an arm. It wasn't just a bat. He, that guy could throw the crap out of a baseball too. He was a big boy.
2: He was. You guys big. just proved my point why he should be the hall of famer <laughs> and not Posada. Big, well, I mean, more I than one yes. person can get in. Yes. If we're picking one, though, I think yeah,
1: Vlad. Um, I don't think Manny ever gets in. To be completely honest. Nope.
2: Not after all that crap. Unfortunately. Not
1: after everything he did. Um, I think it was based off of what his successful times, and yeah, he probably gets in. Oh. But oh, absolutely. What he did, the st- amount of times he got suspended, I don't think he gets in ever. Um, I don't think Pudge gets in either
2: the same reason (laughs) yeah basically um because i would pick the two based on numbers alone i'd pick the two of them easily over posada and guerrero but because they they were sticking needles in their arms screwed up yep it's Yeah. yeah, yeah that's a shame
1: um now i mean if it was me voting i would vote for all of them because i think hall of famers i think the steroid era should be involved i think steroids had a place in this game and i've said that multiple times put them in the hall of fame but um so i would vote for manny and pudge if i had a vote but I don't have a vote, so
0: that's probably I, a good thing that you don't.
1: Probably a very good thing that I don't have a vote. Um, it would be fun though to have a vote for the Hall of Fame, wouldn't it? Yeah, awesome. I'm
0: just glad they don't do fan voting for the Hall of Fame. Because like, <laughs> that'd be so fan bad. voting.
2: Could you
1: imagine so much? If they did that? So uh, text text one to put Manny Ramirez into the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame. Text two.
0: <laughs> Hashtag Manny for HOF. Like yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Oh, People god, have no idea that he ever did anything wrong. I'd be like, "Oh my god, he has 555 homers! Let's go to the All Star game." I mean, let's oh, be wait, fair though.
1: Steroids? Oh, a lot of the <laughs> steroids. Ju- almost all the steroid users would probably be in the Hall of Fame if the fans voted. Oh,
0: oh yeah, okay. there's there's no doubt about that. I mean, I mean, they that's what fans do. They stick behind their players so no matter what
1: they do. And, I mean, not so much a Rod, but I would it's stop just... the ballot box. I would stuff the ballot box for Manny Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you okay? Yeah. Manny was awesome. Everyone loved Manny, for the most part.
2: Yeah, all, but all that stuff.
1: <laughs> I didn't mind it too much. You guys are crazy. Steroids are okay. It had a place in the game. I mean,
0: yeah, they had a place in the game. They're still prominent in the game, but there shouldn't be any place for them in the game. Like you're already in the majors you're already talented enough to be in the majors like stop screwing up your career and stop ruining the game for others and hmm, taking away kind of the fun of it like jeaters, i mean cheaters,
2: cheaters.
0: <laughs> exactly like it just makes me so angry that like they're it's kind of like wasted talent you guys are already talented enough to make all this money to play for some of the best teams out there and you're you're playing professionally in front of thousands and in the stadium. Millions are watching on TV and you're going to embarrass yourself, embarrass your team, and just, like, look at Ryan Braun. Like, ugh. I think, I think that's, he's like, the reason I hate
1: steroids in, in the game. I'm because the I believe You don't him. like Ryan Braun at all.
0: I No, I had no issue with Ryan Braun. I believed him when he came out and did a whole little press conference. Like, I was so convinced. I stood behind him. Like, I tweeted about him being innocent. and Like, he didn't do anything. He was hmm. clean. Like, it was just like, a I don't know, like, and then it came out that he did, and I was like, wow, like, I feel like I would got cheated on by a boyfriend. I just felt so <laughs> betrayed.
2: <laughs> cheated on by Ryan Braun? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing that sucks about all these, is that you find out afterwards, oh, Manny Ramirez with a great career. Oh, by the way, these things that just came out, it's like, no, it just ruins everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes me want to cry. I don't, don't cry. A lot. I, I don't I, cry. Don't much, cry.
1: It's, it's okay. Don't cry. Um, stupid. Steroids are stupid hmm Real quick before we get out of here, um what do you guys make of the uh, Cardinals signing Brett Cecil to the four year deal?
2: I think it could be good for them. I mean he's if he pitches like he did from twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen, where his ERA was like two and a half. Last year he was one and seven with almost a four ERA. Not so good. But if they can get him twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen, Brett Cecil, that's a that's a good move for them.
0: Yeah, I think it's kinda of, it's a good signing. I think it's kind of a a safe signing four years isn't horribly long. It's not, you know, seven- or eight-year deal. So. And I think it's good for them. I mean, maybe they'll see them make another playoff run next year. Who knows?
2: Probably.
1: It was weird the Cardinals weren't, like, one of the best teams in baseball this year because they have been for so many years. Um, and it was weird to see them not in it. But I know I like the signing. I think it's good for them, and um, I think it's one step in the right direction. Early, though, you know, it's, it's weird to see something like this happen or a move happen really before Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, it was pretty early. I guess they I guess they really wanted them.
1: Yeah, clearly. But it works. Um, sorry, ahead. Head.
0: Was, now it's time for the Red Sox to make a move.
1: Yeah, that'll happen at the winter meetings, which is soon. I mean, a couple weeks. Um, and we'll obviously make sure we, we kind of uh, cover that basis. Um, of course, Jess and the team will have you covered on the written side as well. Um, and don't forget, today's show was brought to you by Audible. And we love having them on as a uh, part of the show as well. Um, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Red Sox underscore Beat. Facebook is Red Sox Beat Podcast. Write, review, subscribe to us. Share us. Of course, listening to us on Stitcher if you are as well. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, we'll be back next week, another off-season edition of Red Sox Beat. We appreciate the listenership. Uh, we'll keep everything in touch, and we'll be back next week. Um, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> we're going to be releasing these on Mondays uh, throughout the off-season. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, for Lauren Campbell and Jess Thomas, I am Jared Scalley. This is Red Sox Beat on CLNS Radio.